Hey, welcome to this episode of Bonus Barrel. Hey. Uh, this is Rob, and with me today is Just Marshall. Just me. Uh, Seiji is tied up doing work stuff, so unfortunately he won't be joining us for this discussion. He's a busy guy. He is very busy, so we will be picking up the slack. This episode will be mostly focused on some news topics that came up this week that we find uh, interesting. But before that, I need to address uh, something very important that happened in episode one. It's a dark time. We we messed up. I got a, a comment from someone. Got to hang our it, heads in shame. Well, here's the comment. Quote, fucking Christ. When you morons were talking about From Software and one of you is like, didn't they do Demon Souls? I hated all of you. Ouch. I want to do a professional apology. I'm sorry to you out there. Uh, we messed up. I'm sorry as well. We should have known better. I mean, we play a, a lot of games. A lot of games. We do. We work in the games industry, and we we messed up. But let's not uh, try and make excuses. We fucked up. We really dropped the ball. So to make it up, you know, from software, a few bullet points. I would argue that we didn't even pick the ball up. Well, the ball's been dropped, and now we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna we're just gonna explain. It's uh, a Japanese video game company. It was founded in 1986. I bet you, I you was born that, that year. There you go. Uh, biggest series is Armored Core, over 15 titles. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Other notable series, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, Kingsfield, and Tenchu. I once heard... What is it? Armored Core? Armored I once Core. Heard, I once heard it referred to as uh, Barbie with robots. Did you really hear about that? Yeah, I heard it referred, referred to as that. Who said that? But... That's not me. I haven't actually played the series. I just... I haven't was, either. Maybe it was a review I was reading about one of them. Mm-hmm. And anyone who was a fan of that is probably going to hate that description. That description. Of, yeah, exactly. If you're a fan of... I had a friend who was heavily into Armored Core, but I never saw the appeal. But to me, he always described it like it was like Grand uh, Turismo with mechs. Because it was all about customizing them down sure. to... A, and that's where the Barbie thing, because you're... Because well, that's know. a little sexist. Well, I mean, hey, I, Why I didn't say I, it. You could have led with the Gran Turismo comparison that I just came up with. Well, I didn't have that comparison. Right, I'm fair. just going with what I heard. So that's from software in a nutshell. You know, so we made a mistake. They once I do know they made a game, and I have played it called... It's called Ninja Blade. Okay. Uh, for the 360, I believe. And it's not a bad game. What kind of game is it? Uh, it's like a fast-paced kind of Ninja Gaiden-esque game. Interesting. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't finish it or anything, but... Well, now we are more educated in, in uh, from software, and hopefully other people are now too. Yeah. The one or two people we disappointed listening will be able to get on with their life, probably. I hope so. I mean, I can understand if they can't, but we're sorry. We are sorry. Moving on, so we're going to talk about some news. There's been a lot of just little things this week that I've noticed that's kind of excited me, so we're going to leave something not too terribly exciting, but there's a new Mortal Kombat game coming out, Mortal Kombat X, or is it 10? Uh, I think that's 10, yeah. Is it 10? Is that well, the official title, or they X gone X? 10 Roman is X in Roman numerals, but... We don't know. Either way... Is that what it's called? X? Okay, yeah. It's X, or 10. Because mm-hmm. right. not Xenoblade... Chronicles 10 coming out, Xeno Chronicles X, so... Is that what it's called now? Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X? That's the new game, but we're, we're talking about ahead here. Right, but the, I didn't know that the name was changed to that. It was always that. It was always that, okay. Anyways, so Mortal Kombat X or 10 is coming out. So the, the news was Reptile was, was launched, or, or announced. That piqued my interest because I like Reptile. He was my favorite. So a little backstory. Mortal Kombat comes out 
really early in the 90s. I guess making people upset because it was violent. The fatalities were amazing. Mm-hmm. And as a young as a young kid, I, I really liked it. I used to go to arcades and, and played it. Wasn't it one of the first games that ever used, like, photographs? Digitized. Digitized photo or whatever. I'm not sure if it's the first or anything, but it's definitely one, one of the, the, the revolutionaries. Right. I mean, it popularized it, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I rented Mortal Kombat 1 for the Super Nintendo, which was a censored version. I believe they took it all the blood out of it, really? of course. That was fun, and I beat it. And, you know, one of the first first games I beat probably as a kid. But then Mortal Kombat 2 came out in the arcades, and, and that and all my friends were playing it, and it was exciting. And I thought Reptile was, was the coolest of the ninjas. You know, there's Scorpion's considered the coolest and the fan favorite, but he's, he's not my favorite. I thought Reptile was a hidden character. I thought he was cool. He was green. And he was like, he was a reptile. Mm-hmm. When I saw this intro video, which I recommend people watch, because it's pretty cool, even by like animation standards and stuff, it's, it's interesting. I thought that the trailer was fun to watch. One other thing it reminded me of when I, when I saw this, this trailer, I was thinking back to old Mortal Kombat, because I kind of stopped at three. I remember I went to a mall. They had this little, like, four Mortal Kombat 3 arcade machines in there. And it was a promotion, and it was a contest, and it, it was a tournament. So even back, and this is back in the early 90s, people were doing this little tournament for Mortal Kombat. I entered, okay, and I didn't get past the first round. Wow. <laughs> and I think that... So you lost the first fight? Or yeah, first fight. I was out. Didn't get to go any farther. I was like 10 at the time. I think that that's tired the series for me. I, I don't know if I... If you I never went back since. I don't, know if I've, I don't know if I've actually ever played another Mortal Kombat. Not because of that experience. i sure I played three after, because that was like a sneak preview back then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on consoles yet. And I've played three since, but but that that one that one time I never actually grew up playing Mortal Kombat really at all. I'm not not that familiar with the early ones. Um, the first one I played was the most recent the most recent release by Nether Realm. Okay, it was I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't really play much multiplayer, mm-hmm. maybe a little online, but I played through all like it has the the big like ten fifteen hour story or whatever. It was I, good. I heard that the Mortal Kombat versus DC was really good. Gameplay wise, I played a little, not much. I've heard good things from a lot of people. I, I had both at the same time. That one, yeah, versus DC and their most recent one that's just called Mortal Kombat, right? And back to the basics. I remember I would kind of jump between the two, and I remember just thinking Mortal Kombat versus DC wasn't as good. Yeah, I kind of like let's say well, I'm not a huge DC fan, but I'm a massive comic book fan. They took out the fatalities, right? Of, of course, of course, and they power they had to power down characters. Like there's no Superman would wipe the floor with everybody. No, none of them are going to touch Superman. He would that includes Batman. Superman would whoop Batman. I don't care. Batman has no chance against Superman. You can mm-hmm. kryptonite ring all you want. Superman would just heat vision him from space and kill him. Yeah. So Superman, if I was playing that game realistically, I would win every fight. It would just say fight, and then it would be over. And so they had to power him down. That's the only way to make Superman playable. He can't play with the other kids because he's too strong. He, he brings glass to the playground. So going back to the trailer, mm-hmm. reptile. I haven't actually seen it. How's about we take a quick break? So we're going to play the trailer now. Uh, we'll either leave it in and talk about it and just describe it, or we will just edit that part out and you can go look at it. Depending on how terrible it sounds. Yeah, so we'll see. I'll show the trailer. I have no quarrel with you. I will tear your flesh. I now have a quarrel with you. That was, that was it backgrounds it was a dark it was dark but it was like full of like the environment was was lush and crazy and i thought it was really was, cool so lots of detail yeah there were so there were the giant waves kind yep. of happening it kind of felt like at any moment like a tidal wave would kind of come from the distance there was like kind of decrepit or sinking pirate ship on the on the left yeah, side there was like this gigantic skull 
and like uh, like almost looked like it was like crucified on 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 side of a ship. What I really like about the new direction for Mortal Kombat, it looks like this one's going the same way. Mm -hmm. And also the last, the most recent one that I played. Yeah. They seem to have that 2D feel, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's not a like a, the, yeah, the I prefer 360 that. degrees. Mortal Kombat versus DC was that, wasn't okay. it? I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure it. you could rotate around in, in the 3D. So let's talk about fighters real quick here. Smash Bros. aside, which I do love. Maybe it's the Nintendo fanboy in me. It's a different type of game. It's like a party fighter. It, it, you can go in with minimal experience and still do okay. So we're talking about complicated fighters with, with combos and whatnot. I love them as a kid. And I'm not very good at them. I'm and not very good at them either. But I do still play them quite a lot. Like the last time I played, tried playing online with one besides Smash was Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because I love those mm -hmm. franchises. And I cut whooped every time. Yeah, it was I don't a play little that, discouraging. I don't play games like that online, really. You can see why. I don't know. It's like playing on the hardest difficulty, right? Unless you're, unless you're online playing mm -hmm. really frequently, yep. you're going to get your, your butt kicked, right? Yeah, it hurts my emotions and my self-esteem. I, you know, when I get beat within 20 seconds, I uh, I just don't want to do it anymore. That's why I like fighters that have a story mode, because yes. I'm not that great at them, but I love watching them. I love learning the combos. I love unlocking the new characters and the new outfits yeah. and all of that stuff. But I'm just not, I'm not that competitive with them, and I don't want to put the time in to get that competitive. If you're a Persona fan, Persona Arena, the first one, I haven't played the second one, heavy story mode. It's almost like a visual novel in a lot of ways, actually. Really? Do you have that uh, one? I do. I okay. do have it. And cool. You're welcome to borrow it if you want. The animation is beautiful. Mm -hmm. The studio that worked on it, I can't think off the top of my head, did a great job. I think it's the same one that did Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear and stuff. So I've never been very good at those sorts of ones. I haven't played many of the of the 2D ones. Yeah. I just I haven't put much time into them, but I feel just really bad trying to when I try and learn them. I prefer the 2D fighters versus the 3D, okay. which I think was my point. They earlier. look great. I mean, they, I, I, they appeal to me in that respect. Yeah, well, that's a little blurb on, on fighting games and stuff. But uh, it's reptile we'll, we'll looks great. Back. It does. It looks interesting, and uh, one that I, I I don't know if I'll buy it. To be honest, I don't buy many fighters. But that trailer might have sold me on it. Well, that's because it, it looks exactly like a follow up to the last one I that, feel that I played. If enough of my friends were playing, I'd consider it. Well, Maybe depending on the platform. Maybe we can. I will say I like fighters sit, sitting on the couch with a friend. Yeah, I like that a lot. Chances are you're sitting with someone who has generally a similar skill level, right? Right. If the story mode's strong enough, I, I, I'll consider buying a fighter, because at least I know if I don't play with anyone else, I will still enjoy the game. Yeah, okay. All right, so let's move on from that. On Monday, and this is from GameSpot, Microsoft uh, Monday report earnings results of the uh, for the quarter ended December 31st, 2014, revealing that the company shipped, i.e. sold to retailers, more than 6.6 .6 million Xbox consoles during that period. This is down from 7.4 million consoles shipped during the uh, same quarter last year. Mm -hmm. The company said it saw, quote, strong holiday performance for Xbox. The specific rhythm between Xbox 360 and Xbox One sales was not provided, though, Microsoft mentions in the slide above that Xbox One outsold the rival PS4 in the United States during November and December. The last official Xbox One shipment from number Microsoft announced was 10 million units, which came in November 2014 for the holiday rush. Now, for some comparison, and this was earlier in the week via Wikipedia, PS4, which was released in November 2013, 
has sold 18.5 million. That's as of January 4th, 2015. Okay. And the Wii U recently, I think it was announced like this week, 9.2 million. Right. Uh, Wii U sold. Now that the, the, the Wii U came out November 2012, so a year a year before the other two. Right. So at this point in time, the Wii U is now Whew. outsold by both. So it's. What was it by PS4? 18? 18.5 as of January. So it's, um, it's pretty much doubled by PS4 in half the amount of time? Yeah, exactly. Well, a little over half. Okay. A little under half. Sure, Because sure. it's been... Roughly. But... Uh, and Xbox was at 10 since launch? Yeah. So okay. the Xbox... So I guess the reason why it piqued my interest is because I, I, want, I just want to talk about the big three consoles. I mean, the elephant in the room here is the Wii U, right? The Wii U... Okay, now... One third of us, the third that's not here, is an unabashed Nintendo fanboy. I love Nintendo, I love but Nintendo I'm also as well. a huge Sony fan. Yep, not too. as big as I don't want to give Microsoft the shaft because I do like I do like Xbox games and stuff. But I'm not didn't buy an Xbox One. Right, not I am not convinced I need one right now. I did buy an Xbox One. Oh, I didn't know you had one. Actually, you didn't know I had one. No, well, okay. I, I thought I, I'm pretty sure I told you. You before, probably did. But but I mean, you know. I, I probably told you in passing. Yeah, uh, I will say. I've only played two games for it, mm-hmm. two or three games for it, Yeah, and really the only reason I bought it is because I wanted to play Dead Rising 3. All right. Uh, I picked up that Rise, Son of Rome, I think it's called, because <laughs> right. it was... The quick time game? Is it quick time? Isn't it the game I mean, where, I th- where you... I think there might be some of it. It, it, feels, <laughs> like, it feels like God of War a little bit. Uh, Except just quick time events. I don't think it's just the kind of teasing. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway... Uh, it's not bad, but I picked it up for like 15 bucks when it was on sale, and yeah. that was a good price for a, yeah, you know, sure. an Xbox One game. Here. And I've also played uh, Dark Dreams Don't Die, which is a game we should discuss sometime in the future. Right. I also knew that I was going to get Quantum Break, the new Remedy game, okay. their follow-up to Alan Wake or whatever. Oh, really? Uh, I'm excited for that. But with that said, I don't play the Xbox One very much. So out of the three consoles, which one would you say is best at collecting dust? The Xbox One. Is it, is it bigger than the PS4? Does it have more surface area to collect dust? It does, yeah. All right, so and it's got a it's got a really nice like shiny top okay. that looks even worse when it gets dust. Do you want to? Sh- so it kind of scratches up a little easily. Do you think that on the next shipment of Xbox Ones, they could add a blurb like "Best Dust Collector" of the three <laughs> consoles? I mean, they outsold the PS4 during the holiday season. It's good for mm-hmm. them. That is good. Mm-hmm. And now they collect the most dust in. So <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your? I'm curious. What's your console of choice? Just overall right now. Right. So I'm glad you, you said that because I, I was just about to, to leave with that. I think that right now, Wii U currently has the most action. And not just because I've been playing a lot of Wii games lately. So just a, a disclaimer, I will I'll fluctuate between consoles. Sometimes I will play PS4, PS3, PS2 for like a month. And then I'll play my handhelds. And mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes I'll switch between the two. But usually I'll jump around and play a bunch. So right now I'm playing a lot of Wii. But as far as new releases go... There's just more Wii U games that have been coming out. Now, I'm going to be getting the new Dragon Ball Xenoverse game, Fanboy, and I'm going to be getting The Order when it comes out. As am I. Yeah, and so it's going to be getting some more action, but I mean, Mario Party 10's coming out. I'm going to get that. This holiday, I played Captain Toad. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta got a lot of action and stuff. I mean, those <laughs> those are all... The Wii U is <laughs> just getting more of my love right now. But I played Evil Within. Right. Went on the PS4. Yep. But I have, like, no desire for the x Okay, yeah. That, no, that's understandable for sure. Uh, my console of choice would definitely be... Oh, it's it's I'm hard. Just, I'm not talking about handhelds. I mean, if we had handhelds in there too, the 3D, 3DS would be up there as well. Okay, we'll leave handhelds separately. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, in the last generation with Xbox 360, PS3, and Wii, yeah. my console of choice was definitely PS3. PS3 for No me, question. Yeah, absolutely. The Wii. Wii U, or the Wii afterwards, and then 360 behind. The Wii began to break my heart 
at certain points. A lot of great games for it. I had a ton of fun with it, and I got a pretty decent Wii collection. But the PS3 just had had a lot more, with, you know, with games like Last of Us, Heavy mm-hmm. Rain, Uncharted. Yep. Like, just they just had exactly what I wanted in gaming kind of thing. But I did love a lot of the Wii games. But now it's really it's hard for me to t- yeah. determine which one I like more, the PS4 or the or the Wii U. I definitely play a lot of Wii U. I, mm-hmm. I play Bayonetta two a ton, and what were the other Wii U games that I played? I, I got Captain Toad Mario on the Bayonetta. on the Christmas break. Um, I, I have a, a good amount of Wii U games, but I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank. It's all right. I, I, it's still too early to tell, anyways. We're still really early into this console generation. But if we were, I'm just thinking back to the thing you just said a second ago. If we were to make three piles from last generation, three, and each of these piles contains oh like Donkey Kong, I love that. That was great. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. It's okay. Mario Kart 8. I was drawing Oh, Mario Kart 8's amazing. Yeah, yeah there's so a lot of great ones. We have these three piles, and these piles each consist of shovelware per, per console. And I think the Wii's would dwarf the Xbox's and sure. PS3's, probably both over both of them. Mm-hmm. That thing was had a, a peak of popularity. And then everybody... like The Nintendo seal approval is pretty much dead, mm-hmm. because everybody is putting this bullshit on that system. Now, the other systems had shovelware, too. But I don't think anything compares to the Wii. And although they have some amazing gems in that console, like yeah. I just think there's if you were to have a ratio comparison, the PS3 and Xbox. Just if you're going to compare more, it on on that front for sure, yeah. They just have more better games that generation. Mm-hmm. But this generation, there's not as much shovelware right now because these these aren't quite as cheap to, to develop. That's another thing about the, the Wii, mm-hmm. cheaper to develop for. So it's not quite the same this gen, and they're still new. So right now, most of the games are you know decent to pretty good. Mm-hmm. And right now the Wii. I just think it's a little stronger, but I, I think that might change. I really don't know. It's hard to say. For my for my console of choice, it would have to be Wii U right now, just mm-hmm. because if I was stranded on an island and it said you can take <laughs> if you can take one of your your three consoles right now, I would probably take the Wii U. Just because actually, this is leading into another thing. All right. But All right. I would take the Wii U based on the games. But I'm in a bit of a tricky situation with my gamepad. Now you know. Ah, now you we're know not about count this. The, the broken gamepad. But you know about this, and I just want to touch on this a little bit. My right. gamepad currently doesn't work well. Mm-hmm. I've contacted Nintendo. I'm in the process of getting a label to ship it to them yeah. to get my gamepad fixed. Now, kind of makes me hate the Wii U a little bit because there's so many things that you only need the gamepad for. Now, I've I've gotten by the last couple months fine with Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Mario Kart 8, and. Bayonetta 2, yeah. and you can also use it with Hyrule Warriors, the, cl- the Pro Controller. Right. And I've been just using that, and it's great. I like just using the Pro Controller. I got Captain Toad on the break. You have to use the gamepad. At certain points. Now, when you're sitting there and just kind of rotating it a little bit, mm-hmm. it's fine. Basically, the problem is it loses connection to the Wii U console, yeah. like, constantly. And it brings up the question, how come you can't just buy another gamepad? I'm surprised you can't. You're playing your PS4... Your controller breaks. You buy a new. You buy a new controller. controller. You're playing a gamepad. Your controller breaks. They're expensive. You're kind of fucked. They're, and it they're sucks. Not, they're not cheap. Yeah, either. it sucks. And when I was on the phone with Nintendo, I was like, "Can you really not buy another another gamepad?" She and she's like, "No." And you don't think she was lying to you, holding it? She, she could have been. I hope maybe she, she didn't like Tony. She voice. seemed like a nice person, and it was a pleasant customer experience. Were you being aggressive? I don't think so. Were you being demanding? And like, were you being like rude? No, I think I was being quite okay. courteous. I, I don't think know. she was as well. It was a good. Was good, good, uh, <laughs> you guys make a connection? Miss Nintendo. She was helpful. Okay. She was helpful. Well, uh, that's definitely important. unfortunate because after hearing our last episode, they're going to head with Pokemon Snap U, and you're not going to be able to play it because you're not going to have your gamepad. Pokemon Snap. I'm going to get my gamepad fixed, but yeah. I have mixed feelings right now because 
I don't want to give up. Basically, I'm not sure if the problem is my gamepad or my Wii U. Right. So I am going to actually borrow your gamepad at some point and right. try and narrow down the problem. And if I don't have to send well, my... We didn't agree on that. Uh, no, I think we did. Uh, that's my gamepad. That's, nah. that's, we made a connection. You can't just use a man's gamepad. No, I'm pretty sure. I, I brought this up a couple weeks ago. Hey, do you mind if I borrow your gamepad for an hour? And you were like, yeah, sure, man. I, I don't know. We're going to we're, we're gonna have to work We're going to have to discuss this because okay. there's going to be like... I thought we... I, thought we well, there be, I, I have to insist that there's more than one person with you at all times. Okay. Uh, Does uh, my cat... Can nope. my cat count? No, it has to be a person. Okay. The cat's not a person. No matter how much you wish that to be the case. I've been for a long time. <laughs> I consider it as valuable as a person. I don't think, but do you think that it... But it's your perception of the cat, that it doesn't count as a person. I love my cat. I love your cat, too. He's a good cat. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, of course. Just while we're on the topic of, of Nintendo, which I guess we're kind of always on the topic, there's a little bit of, quote, fun news regarding the 3DS. I just saw this pop up in the news feed. I thought it was kind of funny. Apparently there's a browser exploit that allows users to play Game Boy Color ROMs on their 3DS. I got a little, a little quotey quote text here. Interesting. A Nintendo 3DS loophole is allowing customers to play Game Boy Color ROMs on Nintendo's new hardware. To activate the loophole, users need to purchase a legitimate Game Boy Color game via the eShop, and then suspend the software and open up the handheld's internet browser. At this point, if the users then download a Game Boy Color ROM that can be played on the handheld, <laughs> over in most countries, this most action likely violates the copyright law. According uh, to Nintendo Life, uh, the workarounds uh, works right up to the current firmware version, but those who own a new 3DS will not be able to create the same exploit. Wow. So that's kind of funny. That's, that's cool. So let's, let's a little bit about ROMs and stuff. So back when I was a student, I have played... ROMs. Lots of ROMs. Especially when I was younger. I, I tend to not like playing digital games at all lately. Especially not ROMs. I, I like the, uh, I'm a collector now, so I like this yeah. to buy the games. I don't play any, any ROMs really. But. but most people aren't in that boat. Most people don't care about collecting older games. They'll, they'll play them, they'll download sure. them. I mean, everybody, lots of people download ROMs. It's not a big secret. They don't care how, how they're playing. They yeah. just want to play it. Yeah, exactly. They're not really worried about playing it the way they originally came out. And, that, and I, that's fine. I, I get that. <coughs> yep, definitely. Oh, cat well, knocked over a game, but we'll, that's alright. We'll ignore that part. So, yeah. Um, Just to mention, your cat knocked over Dragon Ball Z. He's a, he's a bad person. It's a black mark on your guys' relationship. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So, people... So, ROMs, I don't really have a too big a problem. I mean, if you can't buy the game brand new anymore, that's fine. But then the argument is, of course, you get the virtual consoles on, on the consoles now. Mm-hmm. So, I guess... The argument that in the past was, I can't get this game anymore, I'm not taking money from Nintendo or Sony, because they have the same thing, and I'm just, I think Xbox does too. Mm-hmm. But you are now, in a way, because those things are probably are or will be released on virtual consoles, so yeah. so I guess, and they're cheap too, so you kind of don't have an excuse not to get them. But I remember back in the in the, in the old days, I'd be like, well, why am I going to buy virtual console? I can just download these ROMs. Sure. But I still think the fact that you can <laughs> do it on the Nintendo hardware, it's so, such a weird exploit. It's like not even... It's clever, but it's like not even that involved. You just buy one game, suspend it, download the ROM, and you can play it. Yeah. You, can you reopen? You have to download every time you play it. I wonder. Can it sa- do save states? There wasn't. I didn't do any like testing. I didn't try this myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was kind of kind of hilarious. <laughs> That's cool, though. It is neat. It's kind of it's a weird little exploit. I wonder how people find this stuff out. 
we're we're just artists. We don't really. I don't know. I don't think this way. If Sage was here, his robot brain might have been able to decipher how this happened. But what, what's your take on uh, just downloading games without without paying for them? I know it's a bit of a a, a tricky area, and I mean, I don't I don't have any problem with anyone who does it, and I I don't do it, but I, it's not that I'm against it. It's mm-hmm. more just that I kind of just rather own the game myself. Yeah. Uh, I kind of can't be bothered to just look for how to get it. Right. And I don't want to be a wiener, but part of me thinks I want to support the companies that made Of course, that too. And since you can pay on Virtual Console, that money is going either to Nintendo, Sony, or whatever. I don't know if royalties go to developers who made it. It probably does. Also, this is just me, but if I've just downloaded the game, Mm -hmm. I'm less less inclined to play it. With with Mm -hmm. my backlog... I just kind of look at that as like yeah. as like a random thing that's just sitting there that I I, just, I forget about it. Just in addition to that, because you're so two things. I have a Steam library of 114 games from Steam sales. Every Mine's every person, like 40, 30, 40, something like that. Everyone who has Steam has that same yeah. issues. And I, like I said before, I used to download ROMs, so I'd have like 1,200 SNES games sitting there and Genesis games and all that stuff. I barely played any of them. Mm-hmm. I felt no connection to them, no need to. Sometimes I'd be overwhelmed with. The choices. Sure. So I just feel like I can, with a backlog I have physically, it's I, like I can too get much. It. It's like too much. It's too, it's like too good and it affects, for me, it affects my motivation to actually play them. Yeah. But if I've actually spent money on something and and what have went out and bought it, then I, I want to see it through and I, I'm more motivated to get to it. I am with you 100%. But I know there's, there's a ton of people who just don't, don't look at it like that and I mean, I don't have any problem with it. I guess I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Everybody everybody looks at it differently. I ain't taking it from my pocket. I don't care. Yeah, do exactly. whatever you want. Exactly. But I do, I do, personally, I do like supporting the developers and, and whatnot, and I want them to make another game after that. I would like that. That I like as much as this one. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a bit of a controversial... It is a little bit. It's, it's worth a discussion. Perhaps a bigger discussion yeah. at another time. Yeah. So this is... A, <laughs> last... In episode one, I mentioned a superior... Download that you can download for Omega Ruby mm-hmm. Alpha Sapphire. Mm-hmm. Didn't think any of you care. Just thought it was kind of funny and a good talking point. A couple people didn't know. Just for the the one or two people out there who care, uh, you can get a Reckless Embor uh, the same way. Reckless. <laughs> yeah, he, that's so the it, hidden ability. Is reckless. Oh, okay. Just like so, uh, there's not just a regular Embor. Right. It's it's an Embor with the hidden ability Reckless. Okay. You the same way you did with Superior. You you go go to the Mystery Gift option and put uh, enter code. Put in Pokemon five hundred. Get yourself an Embor. Bam. Right there. Nice. Black and white Pokemon. He was the Pokemon I chose when I played uh, Black. He's, my starter was Tepig. Okay. There you go. Oh, he's the evolved state of he's Tepig. He's the, the final form, yeah. Final form. Okay. Who's yeah. the middle form? I'm just curious. I'm drawing a blank. Hmm. So Tepig and uh, Embor. Pi-Pig? Definitely not Pi-Pig. I should know. I haven't used him in so long. I don't have as much of an attachment on black and white as I have. I'm not a Pokemon other ones. I know. I could say anything. I do like me. I do like playing them here and there. We don't want another from software incident. Oh, definitely. I don't want to say for sure one thing. It's Pig Knight, actually. Pig Knight. Pig Knight. You thought of it. I remembered it. So it's not Pie Pig. We've avoided another another from software gate. Sure. Hey, if we're not familiar with something, that's just how it is. One last piece of news, basically. Mm-hmm. Square Enix teases mysterious PS4 game called Project Code Z. I love Square Enix. Even though they've disappointed me a bit in the last few years, mm-hmm. I am a Final Fantasy fanatic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for Type-0 and 15. 
Oh, I do want to play Type Zero just because it looks like I'm not a big Final Fantasy guy, but it looks dark. It is dark, and I like. We'll talk about that. Yep. I just saw this today. They launched a teaser website for it. I don't know anything about it, but I am excited for it. Well, even though I'm excited to find out what it is. Well, I haven't watched it. There's no anything. There's no trailer. I think this is a site that says Z Project Code Z, and then some images that fade behind it. I see a Z. PS4 game. That's good. Oh, there's something, there's an image in the Z, though. Yeah, well, we got what looks like maybe some foliage and light coming through the top of a cave and yeah. some water and, do those little crystals or something? It looks like crystals. Crystals. Which is a Final Fantasy theme, okay. usually. Hmm. Uh, basically, There's got to be some things to draw from that image. There likely is. So the good news for fans is that you, this is from GameSpot, you don't have to wait long to find out more about Project Z as Square Enix plans to formally unveil the title during the Tokaiji 2015 event tomorrow. But by the time anyone listens to this, we'll have already known what it is, potentially. Do we want to speculate? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't... I, don't, I uh, mean, we could we could be right. We could if be... If we guess. We I'm going to just guess maybe like... All right, make a guess. Uh, I'm going to... Did Squaresoft do Vagrant Story? Yes. They're coming... Vagrant, right, Vagrant so Story's making a comeback. Uh, let's make some base. So let's make... <laughs> all right. Your guess is Vagrant Story, the yeah, sequel. Vagrant a random Story. guess that I just pulled out of nowhere. Vagrant Story Z, I'll say Threads of Fate Z. <laughs> Another. <laughs> so, one of us is bound to be right. We both can't be wrong, right? One I of mean, us has to be right. We covered all of Square Enix history there. Basically. So, so, we'll find out. Little segment we're going to do today is what you hype for. I'll go, hyped I'll for? go first this time because I'm hyped for the game you're hyped for too. Okay, but you might be hyped for the game I'm hyped for as well. Xenoblade Chronicles X. I know we were running off Nintendo, and it keeps coming back to Nintendo, unfortunately. But that's just because of what we're playing right now. That's going to change in the next couple. So of weeks. this is Xenoblade Chronicles 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles X10. I, the more I hear about the game, the more I want to play it. The main characters customizable gender. They're going to get a bunch of famous voice actors for it. At least Japanese version. The game is apparently five times larger than Xenoblade, which is already a huge game. And apparently they say, this is what I heard today, three times larger than the Grand Theft Auto V map, which is, again, another huge game. Damn. This game looks... The more trailers I see on this thing, and if, if you have not seen any trailers in this, I strongly urge you checking it out. It looks amazing. I love monsters and stuff, and it's packed with wildlife. This setting looks really, really cool. I just keep hearing more about it. In Japan, it gets released in April. I want this game so badly. Nice. It looks incredible. For the Wii U. I've saw, good. <laughs> I saw some trailers for it, but pretty early on. I haven't actually kept up with the development. The early all. ones don't do it justice, man. It, every time I see it, it looks better. Okay. So if you look, if you go online now, since we're just talking generally what we're hyped for, I don't have a lot of information off the top of my head. The stuff I remember. It's kind of the game that hardcore Wii U players are pumped for, right? I strongly agree that Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii was one of the best JRPGs of last generation. Yep. And I mostly agree. I mean, I think Nino Kuni was a great game, too, and we should talk about that someday. Yeah, definitely. It it definitely, I could see why it stands up there. I've played about 30 hours of the first game. I didn't finish it because Pokemon Black 2 came out and that distracted me. Mm -hmm. The one coming out for the new 3DS 
I will play it. I'm going to beat Xenoblade when that comes out. I did buy Xenoblade for the Wii. Kind of... Pricey now, eh? Yeah, kind of just out of support, really. Yeah, Project uh, Rainfall. I mean, it's kind of... It's been on my back- backlog to get to. It's long. But it was more just out of support. I wanted to... That and The Last Story, I bought those right Pandora's right. Tower? I got Pandora's Tower too, yeah. and I haven't played... The only one out of the three I've played was The Last Story, which I thought was great. I only played Xenoblade, but I, I have the other two games, and I plan to play them. At but some it's point. worth mentioning, the reason I I really liked The Last Story was because it was only around 30, 35 Ooh, hours. That's good. And I enjoyed the story. I felt like the pacing was good, where mm-hmm. when I hear Xenoblade being... It's like 60 minimum. 60, 60 minimum, and if you want to do side quests, which I'll probably want to do some of them. I'm You're not going to like this, but they're saying, the developers are saying 300 hours, the newest one. Uh, you probably don't have to put that much in. Right. So I don't like to put a lot of time in the games as much anymore. I played Persona Q, yeah. and I beat that at 71 hours, mm-hmm. and that felt too long. Mm-hmm. But this game looks so enticing and so huge that I might actually take a couple of weeks and just play the game exclusively, maybe not work on art much, and just and just play the game. I, I haven't got lost in a game like that in a while, and I think... I have a bit of a mission or quest to to get into more l- lengthy games. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you can help me with that over time, and, and yeah. I don't know, pester me to to stick with ones that I start. But I have a bit of a problem with... I really like RPGs. I really get into kind of them early on because usually yeah. they're really story-heavy. RPGs are, are great for... If you like stories, right. they're, they're, they're great for that. You couldn't say about a lot of RPGs that the pacing of the storytelling at the start is the same at the uh, as the pacing of the storytelling in the middle, right? They always kind of start with a bang, right? That, the good ones do, at least. The good ones do. And then that's kind of pacing of storytelling doesn't... It's not consistent, right? Throughout the whole game. It depends on the game. Sometimes it is, yeah. sure. I, I don't know. But I, I do. I see what you're saying. So I find when, uh, for a lot of RPGs, when I settle down into the, the gameplay and the grinding and, yeah. and maybe when you just start playing more than you're taking in the story, I think that's eventually where it starts to lose me a little bit. I enjoy the gameplay, but I, ended up, I end up getting distracted by something else. So it's kind of a, it's a bit of a whatever quest or whatever of mine to, to start getting into more games like that. I can't remember the last time where I've like beaten a game like, super long. That's like I'm actually seeing like 70 hours as my time. Yeah, I lo- I wish I could say the same, but Persona Q was yeah. that game. The only other ago. thing, the only other thing close is Bayonetta two, and that's <laughs> that's sitting that's at like a 12 hour game. Yeah, that's sitting at 50 hours for me. Seriously, but I will say this: one night I left it on overnight. Yeah, and I didn't count. play it until like 12 hours later. It's 50 hours like mine. It's probably 12 to 14 hours. So I'm looking at... But I've put like yeah. 38 hours into that. We have a Bayonetta, a Bayonetta episode coming up. Yeah, Bayonetta's that, great. That's exciting. I w- just yep. speaking of Bayonetta, okay. I finished the third witch trial. Yeah. I just want to say there's witch trials in Bayonetta <laughs> that are insane. They're hard. They're insanely hard. Now, super skilled players yeah. have no problem with them because I've watched because videos. Pro. I'm just blown away by how quickly they can... They but Kaji's like you. It defeats me. It, it's very defeating and I, and I end up... But you beat it. I beat the third one, and I can't beat the fourth one. Want a fist bump? Sure. There you go. Bam. Nice. Well done. We, so we, we have another, you have to talk about your hype game. Okay. And then there's going to be one more new segment sure. that I'm going to introduce, and then it's going to be, uh, it doesn't have a fancy name, it's going to be what we beat this year, and we're going to keep a tally of all the games that we wound up beating over this year. Okay. And I'm going to update with mine, and we'll do with yours. So before we get to that little segment, that little ender, okay. what are you hyped for? I already know. I am too. Say okay. it. Okay, I'm hyped for the game that's called Life is Strange. Bam. Now, it comes out today for, I believe... What's today? January 30th? Friday. Friday. This won't be out I love, for you today. I love when games uh, come out on Friday. It's great. Yeah, it's good. That Speaking is, no, of that, great. The Order, 
coming out for PS4. It comes out on a Friday. Damn, that's perfect. I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. I like that. Yeah. Go into a weekend, got a nice new big game to get into. Anyways, uh, Life is Strange is developed by Don't Nod. Okay. uh, Which is a developer that made Remember Me. Okay, cool. That came out. Last not year. highly received, but not highly received. But not pan like no people didn't hate it. No, it was. I finished it. Game I bought, and I was I was interested in it. Had some cool uh, time manipulating mm-hmm. gameplay that, in my opinion, wasn't used enough in the game. Yeah, but a good game that's rough around the edges. In right. My, that, that's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's right. kind of that my seems fair. that's my takeaway from it. A little under fleshed out in some areas, but a generally enjoyable game. Nice art book for that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I mean the game looks nice. If I recall correctly, during development, they referred to Life is Strange as a AAA indie game. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. And I think they wanted to take kind of an indie approach, but they're using a new developer, but but I guess they're kind of considered, they make AAA games. Remember Me was considered AAA, even though it was a new IP and stuff. Right, which is good. Make more new IPs. I support support that. I don't know. It's about a teen girl in Mm -hmm. high school and some things. I think maybe one of her friends goes missing and she ends up realizing that she can manipulate time right to save her friend or something like that that's about as that's not really spoilers that's kind of what that's all we really know yeah that's what they say about the game and what i'm hoping that the developer did was take from what take what they learned from remember me yeah which was they created some really interesting uh, time manipulating stuff okay. and hopefully they just take that and kind of apply it to this without i don't know i i, I don't want to say anything really negative about about, yeah. about that but yeah. But, man, yeah. but, uh, yeah, hopefully the... <laughs> you showed me that trailer today, yeah, and I was sold within, like, the first minute of that. It's a minute, a minute and a half trailer, but I was sold. Yeah. I'm glad I waited more than 20 seconds to listen to the trailer, because yeah. it sold me. It plays great music. You say it's all licensed indie music? Yeah, it's all licensed indie. I don't listen to a lot of music that's not sure. from video games, to be sure. honest with you. Sure. It was awesome song. It set the mood. I was like, I have to have this it was, game. It was kind of emotional, right? I don't think Sage, you play it because it, it looks like it's, it has a bunch of cutscenes. Yeah, it looks pretty heavy on the... He's not here to defend himself, so let's just say that Seiji wants to ban all cutscenes from all games. Ever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's on I that mean, quest. If, he, if he didn't agree with that, he'd say something by now. Yeah. I was just playing a game the other day and it was during a cutscene and I was holding the controller and he smacked the controller yeah, out of my like, hand and he said, why are you holding the controller? Yeah. You're not playing. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's exactly a complete. That's a complete yeah. lie. No, that happened. He's not. If he, he Sage he, is he, a good he, person, and he did not do that. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah, I love it though. That's great. If you're listening and you're at all interested in this game, or check or, the trailer out. Check the trailer out. It's pretty cool. Life is strange. Life is I'm pretty strange. Sure. And uh, and the game it looks good. Be. I, I kind of just wanted to say that I. It's it's a five part episodic game. Yep. I think the first episode's five bucks, so so not a big it's copying the Telltale uh, model, yeah, which is great. I love Telltale. A lot of a lot of games seem to be doing that, and I don't mm-hmm. want to go into a big discussion about that. No. But I really like the I like episodic uh, games. I like what Telltale does okay. because I find it a bit challenging at times to find the time to play a twenty hour game or whatever, like yeah. or a thirty hour game, whatever. And with Telltale games, I know they're going to put out a two to three hour episode every few months, right? And it's going to be no problem for me to to keep up with it. Here is the strength of this trailer. And each each episode, that, sorry to interrupt. Each yeah. each episode that they put out is is a memorable little game in its own right. Right. Even though each one's connected and it's a you know it's a store ongoing story, I find you always leave games like that the episodes feeling like hey I just I just consumed a nice little chunk of storytelling. See a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a, how you leave a movie. Yeah. Right. So this is how strong the impression this movie. I don't like to download games anymore. Mm-hmm. I have... Something I'm working on changing I know, for you. And I have literally close to a thousand physical copies sitting behind me right now. 
and I want to play those. I don't get as attached to the digital games. I can't wait for this game to come out because it might be like the Telltale games come out in like digital digital packs, and I'm going to buy those physically. Mm-hmm. I, I said digital pack. They come out on disc physically, right? All together. Yeah. I can't wait for this game. I've got to try it. Yeah. It looks so, and if it's good enough, I will play the second one. And maybe when it comes out again, I'll, I'll buy the physical copy mm-hmm. to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this game. I don't. I, I'm not going to wait. It just looks too different for me to pass up and wait. Yep. So that I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in in the trailer they say something like dollops of Twin Peaks and splashes of heavy rain or something. Yeah, that's what it said. I don't like any of those things. And, and that just... But you do. I mean, that just... that's And it's, uh, another thing they said was it was a, a Stephen King uh, novel. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King novel versus meets Gone Home, which is another great game. These that, are all Martial Trigger words. You're, you're, a, <laughs> exactly. you're a twi-peaker, right? Exactly. Uh, twi- <laughs> what is it? I'm calling it a twi-peaker? Twi- twi-peaker? Yeah, Twin Peaks fan. Twi-peaker. Oh, my God. You're all a twi-peaker. Right. All right, that's new to me. But, <laughs> but I'll take well, it's it. new to me, too, because I just made yeah, it up. I'll take it. All right, so the very last thing before we're done this episode, what have you beat this, this so far this year? Anything? <sighs> yeah, is your list a big fat zero? I think it might be a zero. I'm trying to think. Can you just go and I'll try and think? Yes, I might have beaten like might have beaten games I've something. games <laughs> I have finished this year so far. Okay, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Adventure Island for the original Game Boy, which I think is technically Adventure Island too. Uh, Persona Q, Shatter, uh, Silent Hill Shatter Memories, Sin and Punishment Star Successor. Brilliant game I will talk about someday, and a stall for the Sega Saturn. Damn. That's me so far. Nice. That's that's how I do it. Wow. I know. I'm going for 50 games this year. Wow. No, I, I haven't beaten anything yet. You I don't, don't love think. games. Actually, you know what? I'll say this. What I watched the credits of Mario Kart 8 the other day. Okay, that counts, sure. Yeah, that counts. You beat Mario Kart 8 I didn't again. beat it from start to finish? Oh. Well, you still beat it. Though. No, it's what you finished this year. Okay, I didn't finish? start Persona Q okay. January. I started okay. it in December and finished it. I've been playing the carts or the the tracks, cups of uh, Mario Kart Eight over time, and unlocking all the stuff. I want to get back into that uh, playing multiplayer. Yeah, that would, well, when is the next DLC pack coming? Kind of I think. I don't know. Pretty soon, I think. When we get that, we're all gonna have to play. It. So I guess that's it for this episode. The next episode will be a few game pickups and discussions, as well as. A few other little tidbits here and there. Sounds fun. All right, so we'll see you next time. And you know what? Thanks for listening. The that, people who support us yeah. makes makes <laughs> my life, uh, it enhances my life. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm sure if Seiji were still with us, he'd say thank you too. Hey, Seiji's with us in spirit. Yeah, but he's not here now, not to help us. Hey, so next, shout, hey shout out to Seiji. Shout out to Seiji. Next episode will probably also be just me and Marshall.